0: Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschel and Paige Kieschel. Good
1: morning, Paige. It's still four minutes until...
0: Oh, good morning,
1: Mom. We're recording two in the same day. Um, so, if you don't understand that joke and why we say good morning, you uh, need listen to, to the last episode. To- Um, so today we're talking about shame and guilt. Yeah. And what did you learn about shame and guilt, Paige?
0: Well, shame, there were two definitions. The noun of shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. And then... Verb of shame is to feel ashamed. Okay. (laughs) Um, It's focused on who one is. And then guilt is um, making someone or yourself feel guilty, especially in order to, like, induce them to do something. So, like, you guilt someone to doing something that's oh, not no, that's cool. the only
1: definition for guilt though it's I think not sometimes there's you feel... also
0: a noun version which is the fact of having committed a specified or implied offense or crime
1: yeah okay so so legally the
0: way that i really think about
1: it is like guilt is i was really rude to my friend and now i feel yeah. bad about it and then and then shame is more like, like I'm a bad person because yeah. I did something
0: wrong. Okay. That's what I had in the parentheses. So the difference shame is focused on one, per, like focused on who one is and guilt is focused on what one has done. Right. Okay. Go on. Okay. So shame and ADHD. Um. Shame develops from repeated behavior, or no, repetitive failure to meet expectations from parents, teachers, friends, and bosses, um, and the world. It is estimated that people with ADHD receive twenty thousand corrective or negative messages by the age of ten. That's crazy. That's insane. That's a lot of negative comments. Um, Shame develops... Well, part of shame develops low low self-esteem and negative self-talk. Because when you receive 20,000 bad things before Messages. messages by the time you're 10, that's a lot to take in and you're going to obviously... Start internalizing it and yeah. making it your own story about yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um. Many people who shame stop trying because, like, they just... Know that they aren't going, they don't necessarily know that they're going to like succeed because they've failed so many times. So, unless something's quick and like promised to be a success, then they're not going to really like feel motivated to try. That's why video games, I guess, are so popular because if you die, no one's gonna know because you just like restart, except for in Super Mario Bros., you only get like three lives and then you get kicked out of the castle but then you get to start over again so um not asking for help because i guess you'd rather rather fail than ask for help which seems kind of stupid I'd rather fail on my own than ask for help it's yeah a pretty common sentiment around shouldn't do that though asking for help is good Um, let's see. P- trying to be perfect. So, yeah. yeah, perfection is thinking that if I look and do everything perfectly, then I can avoid shame. And um, holds the belief that, like, evaluating everyone in their lives and doing what they do, and what they approve of and value, and then giving it right back to them will make you seem quote-unquote perfect, because that's what everyone else in your life does. Also, and then you, like, lose, you forget what you want, and that you're your own person, so then you just aren't doing what you want, and you're probably not very happy. Oh, no, but I'll definitely catch up with you. So that's not good. Do you have anything? Um, I think that um,
1: shame is a pretty prevalent problem amongst people with ADHD, or at least my clients. Um, and so they really do internalize all those messages that they hear, and that becomes part of their self-story. Or sometimes even when they just hear an internal voice, it's actually not their voice. It's Some one voices. of the voices of the other people who have been telling them that they did something wrong or they failed or they're not good at something or whatever it is. Um, and and so even if nobody is around like and this client who had like a ton of shame about her refrigerator. And, and the leftovers that were in her refrigerator. Pretty oh, she wow. was really bad about cleaning out her refrigerator, right? Uh-huh. So we dealt with it. We worked through it. It's okay. It's um, right. So I guess if somebody's coming to you and they're feeling a lot of shame, you need to not be not judgmental. judgmental. Don't like blend it in. Don't tell them they should feel that way. Right. Like sometimes exposing something makes you feel less shame about it. Right. So like some people like hide that they have ADHD because they don't want anybody to know that they're different or their brain works different or whatever. And that's what a lot of the shame is coming from because they're not being themselves or true to themselves. Um, and so when they make a mistake or when they're late or when one of the challenges of ADHD rears its little head then they like have another incident for what they should be feeling ashamed about. I think if you just own it and you're like, yeah, that's who I am, then there's a lot less shame, but it takes people kind of a while to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you break this down by, by diagnosed by and. By different neurodiversities. Yeah. Okay. So, what else do you have? Okay.
0: For <clears throat> well, um, I have one about rage or anger. Not really
1: shame. I but know, they but do like
0: respond they respond that way. in anger.
1: Yes, they do respond.
0: Some, anybody? Some of that. Shame.
1: No, anybody, Anyone? whether you're neurodiverse or not. Often, people who are Ashamed respond to other people with anger.
0: Oh.
1: Right. So if your teenager is responding to you <laughs> with, with anger, anger <laughs> they might be ashamed that they need to ask for help to do something that all their peers are able to do.
0: Aww.
1: Right. Or um, you know, I'm gonna in the notes i'm going to hook up a video and some information from Ben Foss who has Ben
0: Foss. um
1: Ben Foss it who ben has Foss. uh is a fun what? name to say, isn't it, it is. um mm-hmm. he has dyslexia and he has this really good youtube video that he does about shame and so it's mostly just about shame but he does also relate it to to um to dyslexia specifically but people who are dyslexic have a lot of shame because most people learn to read between the ages of six and eight. And if you can't do something, you know, if you're in high school or an adult who can't do something that a six year old can do that our society definitely tells you that that's something you should be ashamed of. Or even if you were lucky enough that it like somebody picked up and noticed that you had dyslexia, um, and put you in special ed like that that's actually a good thing right mm-hmm. that somebody noticed um and got you the proper resources but there's a whole lot of shame especially for little kids that goes with being in special ed right nobody wants to be different everybody knows especially in
0: little child
1: Lynn well elementary school middle yeah. school high school you know, we all want to be our own independent selves, but we all, you know, we also like want to blend. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody wants to be that different. Um, but so for people who are dyslexic, there's a ton of shame around not being able to read because every six-year-old can read, right. And if you can't Mm -hmm. do that, right. So having to ask help to like fill out an application for a job or, right? So even if you're applying for a job that doesn't require reading, you still um, have, to, read you still have to fill out the application. You still have to be able to read the one ads. You still have to be able to like reading is an integral part of society. learning more information and functioning in society, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so if you can't do that, and there, I mean, we don't talk about other neurodiversities other than autism as being a spectrum, but but there is a spectrum, right? So like when you hear Ben Foss talk about it, he's like in the like first percentile of like reading right oh. in the world, right? <laughs> Among other adults, right? And I I wouldn't say that about myself as a dyslexic. Like I'm, I read a lot. I read all the time. Right. So I read for pleasure. I read for work. Like he doesn't read like he No, like readings. Like I don't read for pleasure. You can't really read. Um, Or he doesn't read very well. Right. It's a big struggle. I don't know really how much he can read, but he does say like he was tested and he is in the first percentile. He's very honest about that and, and says it. And so. Um. So it is a spectrum, right? So some people who are dyslexic can read fair, right? I don't know that any of us are great readers. Um, but like, can you imagine being a kid doing like popcorn reading oh, in I middle or that high school, terrible. and not being able, like, and like stuttering through your reading, or like, That's sad. I read fine tell myself. Yes. Out loud. Out loud is I know I have trouble reading. So then I get very self-conscious. And then that makes me nervous. And then that it snowballs and then I'm just a stuttery right. mess. Right. Even with people who like I know, right? So like when I used to sub, sometimes some of the teachers would be like, read chapter whatever out loud to the students. And that was my sub note. So I was supposed to read for seven periods that day. Right. So I always got to work early when I was working for a literacy teacher. To make sure that I could go through it once on my own before I had to read it out loud, at least once. But usually by the time I read something out loud to the kids, I had read it four or five, six times so it was pretty much memorized oh, right so you
0: just said
1: mm-hmm. it so i was just saying it really but i was looking at the books so i thought i was reading right that's shame
0: no. that was
1: my shame right um so i think you know
0: popcorn reading sucks popcorn reading I does suck it. if popcorn. you're a teacher stop doing that i'm not dyslexic but i did not <laughs> like popcorn it makes
1: everybody self-conscious Pick on the kids who really like to read and let them read all lot. Oh, that.
0: yeah. I would always love it when, like, the kid who wanted to read, like, read the entire freaking chapter. I was like, great. I don't have to read.
1: Right? Like, let that kid shine. That, that's that kid's strength. Let that kid shine and stop picking on the ones that don't want to read a lot. Um, would you find out about other? Well, um,
0: what is going on here? Okay. Okay, well, in autism, uh-huh. uh, there wasn't like the mostly what I found were like 20, 30, 50 page like papers. And I was like, I'm not reading this. <laughs> I love the podcast, but I'm not reading fifty pages because I have my iPad and my iPad doesn't read to me like my computer mm-hmm. does. Used to.
1: The computer dead. is
0: dead. So. You're gonna have to download. Uh, I'm going to have to. Chrome like, onto your iPad you so it can start reading. It. I like. So. so, I just did mostly because a lot of the things that I read said that, oh, like, obviously, shame is different for everybody. So, I kind of started writing things that I okay. I felt.
1: That resonated with me. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what so, were they? So, negative self-talk. Yep. So, I would well, still do. Tell myself things that have been told to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, worrying that people will, will, f- this was more when I was younger because can't really get in trouble anymore, quote unquote <laughs> in trouble anymore. I guess at work. At work I could, but, um, people being met, worried about people being mad at me or worried about getting yelled at. Yep. So I like wouldn't tell, like somehow in elementary school, whenever I got in trouble, I would lie to the teachers and be like, oh no, she's working. She won't. She won't pick up the phone. Or I'd make some sort of excuse. That's very that you interesting. Don't Since I wasn't employed when you, you were, you They didn't know that. So when I got in trouble in fourth grade, and she wanted to call you because I had said something to like this quote-unquote friend we had a really interesting relationship. She was. I got mad at her, so I said something that you had told me. Oh God! To her face. And she got mad, or she got upset and told on me, naturally. But I, like, convinced this teacher, like, oh, no, she won't answer the phone. She's at work. Even though my mother wasn't working when I was nine years old. And she was like, okay, I'll write her a note, and you have to give it to her. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I hid it in in my box. And then you found it, like, months later. You were more mad that I hid the note. Then what the note had said. And then the next day when she asked, like, what did your mother say when you gave her the note? I lied to her saying, like, oh, yeah, I got in trouble. I'm grounded. And this woman, like, believed me for whatever reason. She wasn't a stellar teacher. She was Um, I did that. Like, I somehow convinced through Elementary School that you were working and not to call you and that I would just tell you myself. I don't know why anyone was believing me. I'm a Unless
1: child <laughs> <concerned>. <laughs> so 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 to avoid to avoid, being, you. to avoid me being mad at you though yes to avoid right? it
0: specifically you i didn't really that care that sounds very <laughs>
1: rsd like i think i'm gonna lose her love if yeah, she's mad at me kind of maybe okay. um yeah no but, i was kind of pissed at the teacher though i was like you're an idiot <laughs>
0: johnson in <and> our <laughs> home with an eight-year-old you mean that? um but I wanted to throw it away, but I figured you would find it in the trash can, so I hid it in my special box.
1: Trash never lies. The
0: trash never lies, so I hid it in the in the box in my box, and somehow you found it.
1: That's a whole theme at our house. The trash doesn't lie because it trash doesn't. Doesn't lie. Um, you also shouldn't go through people's trash. That's, That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Right. So um, I'd say like my clients with autism have more shame around like relationships or forgetting things like Mm -hmm. they're not with you when they're not with you not that they don't love you but they don't remember like ask about you (laughs) they want to reach out to you during the day or they forget birthdays or if they met you once there is no guarantee that they're going to remember your name mm-hmm. or your face because a lot of them have face blindness. I, mean,
0: I remember people's faces.
1: I just don't necessarily. You remember do, but their a lot names. of other people with with autism oh, have face what is called face, face blindness. blindness. So they don't remember your face. Your face. That they might remember, and they might not remember your name, but they might remember like your voice. You're the guy who works at Google in the development department. If you start talking to them again, right? Exactly. Thing to there's <laughs> an interesting fact about you they might remember that interesting fact about you but they don't necessarily <laughs> remember you and so a lot of my clients who are like that feel really guilty about it that oh they, yeah
0: i feel guilty about know, not remembering someone's name i was right? like i'm sorry so, but this is like
1: you know more repeated extreme. yeah repeatedly um you know like they can meet the same guy like 10 times and still not remember his name I I Um.
0: face. <laughs>
1: Right. And so they feel really guilty about that right. uh, or ashamed that Brave. they can't remember, you know, even little kids can remember people's faces. Right. It goes back to that kind of stuff. Right. right? So um, I also have just like a bunch of clients, regardless of their neurodiversity, who have I can't remember who came up with this term, but there's a term called somnia
0: so think it's when somnia. you think
1: somnia. So when you're awake at night thinking. So you can't fall asleep because you're thinking. Oh yeah. Think somnia. I've done that. Get the little play on words, right? I got you. So very often that thinking is very negative, very shaming, very um, you know, not not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um so that's definitely an, an outcome, okay. I think, of
0: guilt. Um,
1: or shame. Um, and so, yeah. Other
0: thoughts? Oh, no, I have other things. Okay. Okay. So um, a thing that I a theme that I saw was that being on, being shamed, like society is making autistic people feel ashamed that they're autistic mm. and that they have to hide it because it makes everyone else feel uncomfortable that you're stimming and flapping your hands out in public and making loud noises. Or just like social or not looking at someone in the like I'll literally have customers who go like this to me mm-hmm. when I'm talking to them. And that being like how try, trying to catch my eye. Contact. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> and so. I'm like closing my eyes and like moving my head and they keep following my head. And, like, I don't want to look at you. Stop. <laughs> Stop staring into my eyes. Yeah. It's creepy. But um Yeah. So I'll sometimes just like with my eyes and like talk to well, people and then
1: who's more sensitive right the neurotypical who's not comfortable with your autistic behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> or the person who's autistic uh, yeah um, so right so that's a that's a interesting more... line to um <laughs> and then stop playing with your loud fidgets <laughs> um,
0: it's just so much
1: fun and then I mean I'd say that's for everybody right like yeah money um, I put an article on LinkedIn, and my sister LinkedIn. My sister emailed me and was like, "There's a there's a um, spelling error in this. Can you, if you fix it, I'll share your article on my LinkedIn page." And I so and there's no way to go back and edit a LinkedIn article. Do that. So instead of feeling ashamed about it, I added a comment to my own article that said oh, in true dyslexic form, there's a spelling error in here. Can you find it? And that's all I wrote. I was like, I I can't go back and fix it. But like, I am dyslexic and people make mistakes. So there you go. Also, Grammarly makes mistakes too, because I had run that article through Grammarly. Oh. So I think it was like actually a word, but it wasn't the right word. Or it was like, I don't know, whatever. Like Like sometimes when you have a typo, It's actually a word. So if you're trying to spell form, you might spell from.
0: Yeah. Or Or if you, like... Or
1: if you spell girl, but you spell grill with only one L, autocorrect might make it into grill, right? So autocorrect sometimes works against the dyslexic brain. Autocorrect sometimes sucks. So I think just like, it took me a long time to be like, yeah, okay, well, I can't spell. So there you go. Right? Like, pretty impressive that I write a blog once a month anyway. So instead, I focus on like, that's pretty awesome. Instead of, I should be ashamed that I have a spelling error. So I guess you go and try and find all my spelling errors if you really want. Um, I'm not going to correct them. Um, you can't them. not if they're on LinkedIn. I can't.
0: Mm. Oh, I wanted to do with dyslexia, but we ran. I ran out of like. Well, I did dyslexia. You did do dyslexia, but like since I'm the dyslexic, whatever.
1: What else can you do?
0: Um. Oh, other other things. No, no, no. Yes fine um hacks yeah you can forgive yourself um something that i read also said that if you were like because i guess shame can also destroy relationships mm-hmm. so you should uh, apologize to the people that you like your relationship people mm-hmm. if that makes sense um talk to a therapist if you want mm-hmm um write in a journal if you want Mm -hmm. you don't have to
1: Bray Brown has some really good books about shame that's kind
0: of Bray Brown
1: Bray Brown and she she, she, um has some really good books about shame and guilt and so reading some of her work might help you just reframe those ideas
0: okay so read books by Bray anything else Mm -mm. boy
1: thank you for listening if you wanted to coach with me See my information at BigBangCoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at TheNDToolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to Toolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening
0: to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.